gather around, friends, new and old, and welcome to the Pow Wow Podcast. We're very delighted to have you on this fine, whatever time of day it is. Uh, it's uh, you're here with David and Philip. <laughs> oh man, it I'm is. experiencing a hangover from from all the all the the joys and the the, the exuberance of doing an in person episode with you, and here we are again apart digitally how sad yes but we motor on yes as you may notice we do listener i am speaking into a laptop right now i do not have my recording set up because i'm i'm a nomad i'm i'm like a i don't know what's the word like a like a bird floating in the wind i'm for bouncing from place to place and right now i am you you know have you seen the beginning of forrest gump you've seen forrest gump oh yeah i am that feather you yeah, you're that feather. Exactly. You're not a box of chocolates. You're just the feather. <laughs> you, my friend, ah, are the from... box of chocolates. Ooh, how delightful. How lovely. Thank you so much. Uh, but is yes, Valentine's would you... Day over would... already? Right, the love is never over betwixt <laughs> us, David. It's never over. Are you uh, at liberty or feel like saying where you are currently visiting as you, by the time this episode comes Kentucky. out, you'll be gone? The land yes. of bluegrass and horses. And fried chicken. At least according and to the and fried chicken. <laughs> fried chicken. I left the best for last, right? The, that, I mean, that really takes the cake over everything else is fried chicken. This is the land of fried chicken. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but yes, you're visiting and uh, visiting family, oddly enough. I, I'm sure that it came as it came as a surprise to myself. No, we that won't you even have, go into that. But uh, but uh, yes, visiting family. But uh Oh man, it's been a week since I've seen you. I do miss you already. Uh, we might see each other on on your way out. We might not. It it kind of depends. But but um, I am excited for today's episode. Uh, as are you. We, in all honesty, have already recorded it. So it let's uh, let's get right to it. have a very exciting main topic today we we have a a guest with us for this main topic and we're going to be talking about how to describe this we're going to be talking about a something that is kind of akin maybe a, a next door neighbor to the plastic surgery world this is not plastic surgery it is uh it is hormone therapy uh non-surgical cosmetic work and we have my guest this week is my cousin, Stephanie, and she's joining us to talk a little bit about this kind of stuff. Welcome. Thank you. So we got a few questions for Stephanie. Stephanie, uh, I don't know why I'm calling you Stephanie. You're so so not Stephanie to me. Um, right. Steph, it feels weird. It feels I know, weird. It's super weird. Well, that's the thing. It's for the audience. It's for the audience. Right, David? It's so that way we can introduce her. Dr. Yeah, it's not Carmichael. Doctor. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. You have worked for many years as a nurse practitioner. Uh, you've worked in the ER. You've worked in the ICU. Uh, let let the people know a little bit about uh, about what 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 your career has been so far. Okay, so I started out in two thousand. What was it? Two thousand and nine. Yeah, two thousand and nine as a nurse in the trauma and uh, surgical ICU. I worked there for what, like three, four years before deciding to go back to grad school and um, went ahead and got my doctorate in nursing. So I have been a nurse practitioner since 2014. Again, working in the ICU mostly. As a nurse, I spent, I spent a lot of time in the ER and um, in the PACU unit, so the post-surgical unit as well. Um, but as a nurse practitioner, my, my whole career has basically been in the ICU. That's where I've been. And I think of, of many of the guests that we've had on Powwow, we've had some very prestigious guests, but is this our first doctor, Phil? Oh, definitely. Doctor of at least anything? one not yeah, I, I think Yeah, not at least one not self-described as one. Right, but I mean like you could be a doctor of paleontology or you could be a doctor sure. of literature. A doctor. But like a doctor of love. We've never had any doctor of any kind. So this is our first uh Steph, you are the okay. most educated person ever well, to am, appear on this podcast. I'm a pioneer. Yes. Oh yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Which I think is a good segue into my first question here, Stephanie. What motivated you to get into medicine in the first place? I mean, there's tons of, of avenues you could have gone to, but why why medicine? 
So Phil, I'm going to be real honest. Um, okay. What motivated me is I needed, mm. I, I needed a job. Um, okay. I had a child relatively young, I would say at, at 21. And, um, I was in college and had to pick a field fairly quickly <laughs> where I would make reasonable money to raise that child. And I honestly, on a whim, just applied to nursing school and ended up getting in. So that's, that's the direction my career took. I just wanted to, so instead of, I mean, there are certainly, I'm sure multiple ways. I mean, that that's one way that you could have, but the whole blood and broken bones and stuff that I'm sure that you've encountered in your history, even thus far, that oh, didn't yeah. turn you <laughs> off. Like the first moment you had to cut something open, you, you were still, you were still gung ho about it. Well, I mean, it's, it's never really something that's turned me off, right? It's, it's something that I've been fascinated by from probably a very young age. <laughs> I'm not sure why. Um, blood, guts, broken bones, doesn't bother me. I, I want to see it. I'm one of those weird people. But the, 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 the ones who like press their face up against the car window when they're driving by a, a crash. Sorry. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I'm with that's you. me. I'm my brother as a child was quite accident prone. There were a few times in our in our childhood that there was some blood to be seen and I was I was right there for it. He's alive and well, but <laughs> I was there for it. <laughs> and um it didn't turn me off. I didn't think about it honestly going into it because it was it was really kind of a spur of the moment decision for me. I did not go my entire life dreaming of being a doctor or a nurse or or whatever. Um it was just, I got to make a decision and I did. Um, but getting into it, again, it, it's nothing that's ever bothered me. Nothing so gross that's ever bothered on me. On that note, yeah. On that note, if you could return to age 18, put yourself in a mindset. You're 18 years old. You, uh, you've, you've, maybe you've never seen a, a, a lead pipe sticking out of someone's stomach. I've, I've, I've never been kissed, never been spooned. You're in that 18-year-old mindset. Would you still go into medicine? No. 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 No, probably not. No, I think I would have done business Any or idea finance what or something. Yeah, business or finance or something like that. Yeah. Did that interest me back then? No. But would it have been very valuable? Or with the knowledge you have now? With the knowledge I have now, doing what I've done, not that I haven't enjoyed it, I have, but I, I probably could have done more <laughs> with my life. You know, having that kind of knowledge. But 18-year-old me didn't know shit. I wasn't making the best decisions back then, Phil. Dave, you know. <laughs> yeah. Among us all has. Right, all right, so let's get into some of the... Let's get into some of the the, the juicy stuff. Uh, juicy being maybe the poorest choice of words. Uh, what is the most peculiar or interesting object that you've ever encountered lodged anywhere in a patient's body in your time in the in trauma... Or the trauma whatever mm. trauma ICU uh, lodged impaled by inserted. Are we going for any inserted? of the above? I'm assuming. Yeah. I'm, I mean, <laughs> Could so, be anything, whatever you. Yeah. So they're, they're the obvious things, you know, the things that you, you expect to encounter if you've watched, you know, any kind of, you know, medical reality TV, cell phones, really uh, <laughs> lots, lots of dildos, lots of moms and grandmas yeah. cover your ears. Lots of dildos, toys of of all varieties, a cell phone and a beer bottle. Yeah, probably the weirdest. The cell phone yeah. you could actually, yeah, and you could hear it ringing too. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh wow! And this this was this was you know before the days of uh, you know like waterproof iPhones. This is yeah. impressive. Yeah. Wow, those Nokia's man, yeah. indestructible. Uh, no, it's, it's exactly what it was. The flip phones. Yeah, the flip phone. And it still vibrated in there. Absolutely fascinating. I'm sure that's partly yeah. why it, it got inserted in the first place. Well, they got the uh, tapered edge, you know? Yeah. yeah. The rounded end. I guess yeah. an iPhone would have been more difficult. Yeah, it's the full rounded edge, yeah. Yes. Uh, you asked the question. Sorry, not sorry. No, absolutely. Thank you, Stephanie. I, this I is appreciate what the listeners it. tuned in for, I promise you. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, uh, Stephanie, so it sounds like you're you're pretty gung ho about everything. But has there ever been an injury or sight you have seen so gruesome that it made you want to lose your lunch, dinner, breakfast, whatever it could be, just lose the meal as as it was? Um, not a not a sight, no. Smells, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. A smell. Yeah, smells. Mm -mm. 
um, any any kind of like open bowel surgery, bowel resections. Oh wow! Yeah. Uh, which in in trauma we did, not necessarily bowel resections. We're at the bedside sometimes, and that that would have been like a really emergent case, like a patient was too unstable to go to the OR. So we would literally bring the OR to the bedside and doctors and residents would, would do surgery right there. Um, so yeah, that bowel stuff, yeah. you open that up and it, it's, it's pretty horrendous. And I, I was actually known for um, vomiting in, oh. in patients' rooms and trash cans. So, so that's as, as, non, yeah, as nonchalant and mm-hmm. as cool as a cucumber as you've come and appeared as to us mm-hmm. on, the, on the pod today, you were the yeah. weak-stomached one in the ER. You were the one who, or who the ICU, yeah, the ICU for sure. Oh God, yeah, that's fascinating. Oh God, no, smell and oh, nope, nope, that that does it for me. <laughs> and David knows this because I mean, I used to gag changing the diapers of my own child. You know, <laughs> that that makes right. me gag. Any amount of blood or broken bone, no, that doesn't bother me. It's it's poop. It's poop. Poop. It's always poop. Yeah, it's always poop. Don't care about Especially puke. When it looks like puke is fine. Yeah. But, you know, because poop, poop can come in many shapes and forms and come out like butter where it looks like a stick of butter yeah. or it can be like all runny and stuff. And it just, it's nasty yeah. whenever it just gets yeah. all, all into different forms. It's gross. It's absolutely mm-hmm. gross. David, your turn. Terrific. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's move away from the gross and move yeah. to the beautiful. So Steph, you're done with, you, you, you've, you've expressed that you, you've had enough kind of of this ICU stressful stuff and you're moving Mm -hmm. into a new venture can you before we get into the questions about this um can you describe more or less what you're going to be doing or what you plan to be doing Uh, so to be honest i'm still i'm still trying to figure that out or at least iron out the finer details of it um my time in the hospital in the icu has come to an end and i want to thank the pandemic for that (laughs) for helping me realize that enough is enough of healthcare in America. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out. So my time in the hospital is is done. And I'm grateful for everything that I've learned and the experiences I've had and the people I've met. Because thanks to a very wonderful friend of mine, um, who I went to grad school with, she owns a hormone replacement clinic or opened recently a franchise of a hormone replacement clinic in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. She also does um, a lot of aesthetic medicine on the side but she is now combined with her current practice. Uh, She's also a nurse practitioner. And um, she called me up one day and she said, uh, listen, if you are interested, I have an opportunity for you. The uh, company that I, you know, partnered with and own a franchise through um, is looking for someone, a nurse practitioner in Lexington to essentially do the same thing that she does in Louisville. So that would be, um, you know, part of the, the opportunity is Botox and fillers and, you know, non-surgical aesthetic medicine. And the other part of it is hormone replacement therapy for men and women for various reasons. So Stephanie was the greatest allure to you for this new venture. You got to be honest. Is it, was it the drive of uh, no bowel surgeries? Was that lack there? Yeah. Was that the greatest selling point for you? There'll be none. None of that. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> um, no, also just no nights, no weekends, no holidays. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, it's on your schedule. Freedom from a hospital, the ability to own my own business, all of those things, all of the above. You're working this this new job. You've got your practice open. What would it take for you to turn a patient away who wanted to get some work done? So we're talking aesthetics and not hormones. Right, a- aesthetics. I guess anybody that was too young. Okay, yeah. What Somebody is too young? What is too young? Uh, well, let's. Is it just the legal, like eighteen years old, or is yeah. there something where you're like you're twenty two, you're okay, you don't need this? Yeah, I don't. I don't know that I would. Okay, again, I'm going to preface this by saying that I haven't actually worked in this field yet. I am really working through my training, and I've been offered this opportunity. So Understood. Yeah, you know, I'm working through training. So I don't know. I've never. I've never been in a position where I've had to turn anyone away. I guess there are things that I would say no to. Um, if somebody wanted something completely ridiculous, like three syringes of filler in their lips, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> You're going to look like a fool. Would I turn them away? No, but I would I would kind of explain why that would be a bad idea. I mean, there, there are going to be people that are going to want what they're going to want. 
and then they're going to have to go somewhere else. It is what it is. Or, or somebody who really wanted wanted to achieve a look that would not be achievable, you know, with non-surgical aesthetics. Stephanie, is there something in aesthetic medicine that people wouldn't think of that applies to the field that would help more people if they were aware of it? So like we all know about, obviously, with more, more surgical, like lipo, facelifts, all that stuff. But is there like a Botox that helps with headaches or something that I just you just wouldn't think of or make that natural connection? Yes. To? Yes. Botox for headaches. That, um, that oh, is that a is thing. a real thing. Okay. That is a real thing. That is a real thing. So are piercings for headaches. Those are all real things. They're typically done by um, neurologists. Is that something I could get certified or trained to do? Yes, but I would be in the wrong setting. Okay. I would need to be in a, in a neurology practice in order to do something like that. So yeah, Botox for headaches, piercings for headaches. What about what about the hormone stuff you, you mentioned off air briefly? I think that's, a, that's something that a lot of people maybe don't know about. Um, hormone replacement therapy, yes. Hormones have gotten a bad, you know, reputation over the years, and it's it's something that people are maybe cautious about because uh, it's not it's not widely used in in general practice. Usually, you go to the doctor and you get your labs checked and your testosterone, or if your general practitioner even even sends levels, hormone levels. If you are within the range that an insurance company determines is normal then you have no problem and they're not going to treat you. But if you have symptoms, I don't really care what your, what your labs say. If you have symptoms, you have a problem. Um, and those predetermined ranges, you know, that are, you can thank the insurance companies for, are bull****. It doesn't mean anything if you have symptoms. If you have symptoms, you need help and you need, you need therapy. Um, it's just that, you know, educating yourself on... Yeah, and it's, hmm? yeah, and it's really, uh, it sounds like a patient-by-patient basis. And one thing that you said, again, you... It is. You mentioned off air that that I think would be interesting to talk about is that it's not just for for men. It's not just for uh, the male, a male uh, exclusive clientele. Yeah, testosterone is not just for men. It's for women yeah. too. Estrogen is not just for women. It's for men too. All right, let's uh, let's go to some quick fire uh, questions here. Stephanie, do you feel compelled to keep up some sort of appearance working in aesthetic medicine, akin to like a hairdresser or barber feeling the need to consistently upkeep their hair? Um, personally, no, no. Now I'll say this, um, the way I roll into work currently in, you know, wrinkled scrubs, (laughs) probably not going to go over too well. So do I feel the need to iron my scrubs? Yes. Do I feel the need to Botox my face or fill my lips or whatever, get rid of every single wrinkle to be the face of what I'm selling or promoting? No, I don't feel the need to. But it's something I've always been interested in. It's something I've always really liked. So no, I don't feel the need to. But will I? Maybe. Maybe some. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Why the hell not? Okay. What, is, what celebrity would you most want to walk into your clinic and ask for some work? Work, work to be done. <laughs> not, not to ask to be your assistant or anything like that. But J-Lo. Although I don't really know what I could do for her. Really? Oh, I'm, so you, I'm sure that there's things that she's she, getting done on the side. I'm that, sure that is up. Oh, done. Oh, yeah. Right. So, oh, in your professional but, opinion, is is it real hmm. for J Lo? Is it is is the full posterior? Oh, is that real? No, 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 no. Mm-mm. Does she yeah. does she have a personal trainer that is dedicated to making her look like? Oh, uh, yeah. you know what she does for sure. Are all of her photos airbrushed? Absolutely. Does JLo just have a banging body? Yes, she does. But has she had has she had work done? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Good. What would you advise or suggest David to get in the way of aesthetic medicine? Because you've seen him a lot uh, since he's been visiting in the States here uh, in your neck of the woods. What would you advise him to get? Uh, maybe maybe some lip fillers? Could he go more pouty? Maybe. Uh, Could you fix well, that face? Well, could you? Uh, yeah. Is there anything you know. do that? You know, I did. Is there, I, is there a doctor good enough to fix this face? Oh, <laughs> Maybe a BBL? Give him a bigger donk? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure David would um, not be opposed to that, just maybe not from his cousin. Sure, sure. But what would you uh, What would you advise? Is there anything at all? I dermaplaned his face the other day. Look at that complexion. It's glowing. Whoa, David. <laughs> how was it? There's no makeup on that face. Not the, it kind of feels like getting a getting a sunburn 
or at least afterwards, it felt like I had a sunburn and I hadn't, it's obviously winter, there's not much sun. So it was a weird feeling. I mean, I feel fine now. And I guess my skin is probably smoother and I, it wasn't, it wasn't the greatest feeling. I didn't enjoy it, but you didn't I'll, I, I'll, it. I'll enjoy the benefits for it, from it for the next couple of weeks, I guess. Did he cry, Stephanie? He didn't. No, he didn't cry. I cut him a little bit. Ah, oh, dang it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who is the model human that you would base all ideal features off of? This is opinion again, you know? My opinion. Sure. Yes. Yes. This is not a medical um, opinion whatsoever. No, yeah. no, okay. no. This, these are just the quick fire nonsense questions. I mean, who the hell doesn't want to look like J-Lo? Who the hell doesn't want to look like Angelina Jolie? Amen. Shit. Amen. Yeah. If I'm 50 and I look like that, it's because I had a lot of work done. Shoot, I'd be, I'd be, <laughs> if I look like her at 50, I'd still be like, mm-hmm. hey, at least whatever. Uh, all right. Lastly, here we go, Stephanie. What type of candy or helping would you offer for visitors to your clinic? Candy? Yeah. Do you, would you not offer candy? I, I would want candy. As a reception snack? Well, it's not a pediatrician's office. Yeah. No. Yeah, as a reception <laughs> yeah. Um, no. yeah. Not for like being like a good client, just like in the reception area. Oh, just like like when you go to the pediatrician, they give you a lollipop. Yeah. That's a good question. Maybe maybe open a, a Starbucks branch inside the reception. That yes. And you just give like little like $2 Shots gift cards. espresso. Yeah. 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 Or that. Gotcha. Latte with your with your Botox. Why there not? There you go. Something to something to bring back the feeling in your face. <laughs> I give away puppies. Wow, <laughs> that's in, a in great a clinic. World in an ideal world, I would give away puppies, kittens if that's your thing. Who the hell don't want to walk out with a puppy? Just 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 kitten. keep it to puppies. Keep it to puppies. Yeah, we don't we don't All do right. kittens around here. Well, Stephanie, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. Do you, would would you mind sticking around so we can play a, a couple games here with you? Sure. Let's do it. Fantastic. All right. This episode of Pow Wow Podcast is sponsored by Sides. Meet Sides, S-I-D-E-S, an app that helps you take the law into your own hands. Turn ordinary agreements into binding contracts in seconds. Then if a dispute arises, Sides will step in to resolve it for you. What, Phil, that one, that was supposed to be my line. What did we agree to in the contract? I don't know. I, I guess we can use Sides to settle this dispute. Because each dispute costs a small one-time fee. And if you win, which I will, it's all awarded back to you. Sign up now and get 16% off for a limited time only. Okay, Steph, we've just finished recording our main topic. And this is news to you. The listeners know this already, but this is news to you. What we were doing there while we were interviewing you, was trying to sneak in a couple phrases into that main topic. Now, Phil gave me a phrase that I had to try to drop into the conversation as casually as possible without you noticing, and I gave him one. And we want to see if you can think back and try to guess what those were. Anything stand okay. out as strange to you? Something that just was jarring when you heard it? Anything out of the ordinary, Stephanie? Not that I can think of, Phil. All right, David, I think that's a, that's a successful outing that's for both a, of us then. I guess that then. counts as a win. Yes, Damn a it. win for both of us. What phrase did I give you? You gave me the phrase, like a stick of like butter. stick of butter? Did you even say and that? And if you remember, Stephanie, I used that to describe, yes, I did, like the, like the consistency of the poop. excrement leaving, oh. yes, the excrement <laughs> leaving the bowels. Okay, Phil, again. It can come in the form... Yes, it can come in the form of a of a stick of butter or runny or whatever it could be. It was quite <laughs> okay. gross. But I, yes, like a stick of butter. Hoffman, what was the phrase I gave you that you needed to use? So you gave me, now I'm trying to even remember what it was, but when I asked you to think back to when you were 18 mm-hmm. and my phrase was, I have never, I've never been spooned. Well, that did stick out to me. I was like, what the fuck? Think back to when you were 18. I've never mm-hmm. been kissed. I've never been spooned. And that's how I managed to sneak it in there. Okay. Yeah, I thought it might stick out. I thought you might have picked up on that one. But I guess it was it was at the beginning of the interview. So maybe we just uh, we talked way too much about mm-hmm. poop since then. And that really t- took your mind off of, off of never be- having been spooned.
Let's discuss today things that we would do to alter ourselves, whether it be invasive or not invasive, uh, surgical aesthetic uh, <laughs> improvements that we would do unto ourselves. And I want us to both be brutally honest about this, David. I know I asked Stephanie earlier uh, what she would do uh, to you, what she would do to yeah, fix yeah. you. Uh, and if I haven't already, I, I and she actually, was very kind. <laughs> she was. She said, "How could you possibly fix that face?" And I'm sure in your mind, you were like, "Well, there's three different things that I, I would take get rid of that." Because we all, we all oh, are absolutely. our own harshest critic. So, what's something that you would actually fix that you would get again cosmetically altered uh, if you possibly could? Okay, let me start with this because money is not an issue, of course, because in the future I'm. Very, very rich. Um, yeah, yeah, so I'm going to start with yeah. this. This is something that I actually do want to do is hair removal. <laughs> I, hair removal? My beard actually comes comes up further on my cheek than I than I than it appears because I like I I mean it's not very thick up ah, there. You but level like I it. Pluck, I pluck those pluck those like little hair, the stray ones. So I would do hair removal on my on my upper cheeks for sure, and then. Maybe on my back. I never want to have a hairy back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, agreed. I don't. Let me let me be clear. I don't at the moment. But these Italian jeans, you never know what's coming. I could end up with a with a hairy back, and I'd rather not. You know, I, I would definitely do full hair removal on my back, and maybe my shoulders. We'll see what we'll see where it pops up. Who knows? But yeah, my upper cheeks and my shoulders and my back for sure. You know who you could resemble, depending on how perfect you could get that. You remember, um, <laughs> you remember the Hunger Games. Have you ever seen the Hunger Games, the movie? Oh, shut up! I I, I was worried you were going to say that. <laughs> you would look like that guy with like the the crazy beard alterations that you could do. It would be awesome. But but, but that's not what I'm saying. His name's like Seneca Crane in the film, at least. Yeah, that's his that's, character's that's name. It. I. Yeah, he's got a but you strong know that's beard not what game I'm and saying, so, right? so that's you. not what I'm trying to do to no, my beard. No, I know. I know you're you're okay, trying to right. level it out. I do understand. I do understand. But I'm saying uh, if you could like mm, if you could level it out, my man, the world is your hairy little oyster. I think I said something inappropriate. I don't know. Um what I would do. What <laughs> I would do. I'd be hairy little oyster maybe the one. Yeah. Yeah, that might be the one. Uh, unintentionally, that was not a – unfortunately, that wasn't a password at all. <laughs> what I would do to myself is I would um, – my thighs, man. I don't know if you've ever – I'm sure you've always, anytime we've gotten together, looked at my thighs. But for me, I have to live with them and deal with them myself. My thighs, man, they're so big. And then plus my chest. Anybody who's gone into my history or the backlogs of, of my life – knows that I've, I've lost some weight in my in my life. Part of that, though, part of the challenge is everything else has kind of come together. My chest, it, um, it can be a little droopy. It can, uh, it can overhang. And that's just excess that that I would no matter like, it'd be very hard for me to get rid of that I, I can I could more easily surgically remove than I than I could work and work and work and work my way off because that's just sometimes it's just impossible. So those are like more invasive ways that I would go. Um, I have in the past, I think I need to go back and do it a little bit more, but done laser hair removal on my back, but I need to go back and do it uh, again. Uh, but yeah, so I completely agree with you there. Anything, anything, if you could like, uh, <laughs> anything else that you Something would, you would more, have done? A bit more extreme? Yeah. Yeah, I would maybe get a nose job. I think I would shave shave down like I think the the bridge of my nose is very German and very they're very broad. I think I would I would get that shaved down a little bit, make it a little bit more uh a little bit more distinguished, a little bit more sort of lean. You know, and it also like my nose like point I think I think I would just just make my nose just like the tiniest bit smaller. It is time for the game, and we are rejoined by the one, the only, Stephanie. Thank you so much for coming back and, and playing some silly little games for you. Let's let's get to the questions here first. What is the, quote-unquote, I'm tired beyond belief, I just need something to eat, and I'm going to bed meal for you? 
I'm sure you've had mm-hmm. plenty of these working at the ER. A protein Meal, shake. Ma- yeah. Protein shake. Okay. Yeah. Just just put it in there. Shake. Yep. Shake it up. Yeah. Water. Not even not even good water. Like the water from the vending, not the vending machine, but the uh, the the ice machine at the hospital. Mm-hmm. That shit is gross. Very gross. That. Mix it up. All right. Couple scoops of protein powder. Okay, Steph, my question for you. This is inspired by a conversation we were having uh, this morning Mm -hmm. off air where we were talking about why is it that humans evolve, humans and other apes evolved to not have tails? It would be so cool to have a tail. It would be so handy. It's almost like a third, like third hand you can use to like grab stuff. And yeah. So why did we evolve to not have tails? I don't know, but it's bull. I wish I wish I still it, had a tail. <laughs> so my question is, if you could be reincarnated as any animal, what would it be? Oh, monkey, monkey or a dolphin? You got to be something yeah. intelligent, right? For sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right, Stephanie, is it possible to build a relationship with a person whose greatest skill slash connection to you is exclusively found in the bedroom? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Have you ever had one relationship such as that, Stephanie? No. No. I mean, but it is possible. Skill? I mean, it, it has to be a skill. It has to be a, right? Right. Well, it's, it's their greatest. I would agree. It, yeah, it's their greatest skill. Greatest skill. Um. So that level is the most, the, the highest level on which you connect. Is that what you're asking, Phil? Or, or that's, much, their, that's much, your greatest yes. connection with that person? Mm-hmm. Is it possible to build a relationship beyond that, though? Yeah. Is that what you're asking? It, I, yes, I believe so. Yeah. I think so. I think so, but I think it's luck. Okay. I think you have to have that chemistry, right? Mm-hmm. Otherwise, nothing's yeah. going to work. Well, let's get to the game. As Stephanie is your guest today, Hoffman, it is my game. And uh, to go with what we're going with, I'm uh, going to bring forth a game called Nip Tuck. And the way that the game is formatted is that both me and Hoffman will be hosting this game. And what we will be doing is putting one celebrity on the surgical table, even though that's not what Stephanie does. Uh, We will be putting them on the surgical table to make them look alike another celebrity. So we will be putting one celebrity on the table, trying to get them to transform into another. The goal of each other contestant is to figure out which celebrity they're trying to look like of course your name will be your buzzer and you will be given a chance to uh to say who you believe that they are trying to look like uh stephanie who would you like to face off against first in this game i'm gonna pick you phil all right hoffman that means it is your version of the game first i'm gonna place several celebrities on the on the table and in every case except for the first one there'll be at least five operations done to this person okay and some of them are real ish sounding operations and some of them are really not okay so we start out uh, if you want to buzz in just say your own name person on the table is jennifer Connolly. picture her in your head okay if you don't know her look her up first we're going to give her a slightly more pronounced jawline and then we're going to be slightly enhancing the cheekbones and seriously that's about it <laughs> who have we got that's not fair <laughs> again the rest of them will be much more comprehensive but uh but this one's a real a more pronounced jawline i mean she's pretty much already there so one more time go down the list okay jennifer Connolly. we're giving her just a slightly more pronounced jawline slightly wider along the jaw slightly enhance those cheekbones and that's about it I'm going to use my skipping stone on this. We both have one from last week, and I'm going to... Your color remains right, the same. fair enough. I thought you might. Oh, yeah, all that remains the same. All right, who, who yeah, are you yeah, going for going to skip this one. He, he gets one skip, and he's going to use it right here. And the answer was Demi Moore. Mm. They literally look almost uh, exactly the same, so there you yeah, go. Yeah, I can see it now. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Question two. Joseph Gordon-Levitt lies down on your operation table. Okay. We're going to give him smaller, squintier eyes. We're going to do a hair removal surgery. We're going to round out the chin a little bit. We're going to age him up, and we're going to make him smile less. Philip? Stephanie. All right, go, Philip. I heard Philip first. Go for it. Bruce Willis? Correct. Bruce Willis. Was that who you oh, had yeah. in your head, Steph? No. I would have said Elon Musk. 
<laughs> that's that's fair enough. But Elon Musk has hair. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Go, Phil. So it's one point to Phil. All right, I'm on the board. Question three. He's on the board. Owen Wilson steps into the office. Oh, damn. First wow. of all, we got to do some necessary uh, necessary work here. Uh, we got to fix that nose. Mm, yes. <laughs> right? We're going to dye his hair black. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Wow. wow. We're going to let him do some days in the tanning bed. We're going to round okay. out his face. And we're going to do a very tricky surgery. It's called accent transplant surgery. Ah, I see. Philip? You even boobs? <laughs> no boobs. <laughs> Philip, I no, heard no your boobs. name. Go ahead. I'm going to go with Pedro Pascal. No, not Pedro Pascal. Steph, it's uh, it's yours to yours to steal here. Got nothing, David. All right, I I'll, I'll give you both a clue. I, I tried to relate these these people to one another. So, for example, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Bruce Willis, they did Looper together, and they actually had to make Joseph Gordon-Levitt look kind of like Bruce Willis. So, Owen Wilson, we put him in the tanning bed, we've rounded out his face, and we've given him an accent. Any ideas? No. Philip, one more. Okay, Phil, go ahead. Antonio Banderas? Nope. That's right. it. We're done. It was Jackie Chan. Oh. Had to be Jackie Chan. No, you would have had to do a lot more. I mean, I'm sure, but that's what you Continue. had to work with. Okay, moving on. You gave me nothing, David. Paul Rudd. Paul okay. Rudd has come into the office. Oh. We're going to give Paul Rudd a spine and leg extension. Oh. We're going to give him stoner eyes. We're going to recede his air, hairline just slightly. We're going to lighten his hair, and we're going to make him a big old teddy bear. Uh, but he's extended. So he's both he's both taller and fatter. A little bit. A little bit. Not fatter. Just a little bit more of a teddy bear. More more lovable. More to love. Goodness gracious me. Uh, oh, this might um, be one of the more challenging games I've ever put together, I have to say. Yes. Yes, I agree. Uh, f- Philip? Okay, Philip. Go for it. John Candy? Who? No. <laughs> no. Well, Steph. okay, Steph, you've got a guess. Um, I don't know. Um, Jimmy Kimmel? Not Jimmy Kimmel. We, we we lightened his hair, not darkened it. Oh, that's right, yeah. I so look, the last one, John Goodman? That's what I meant. Not John Goodman. Too fat. Too teddy. Too teddy bearish. I should be kinder to John Goodman. Steph, one more guess if you've got one. I mean, again, the hair... Uh, Think stoner eyes. Seth Myers? No, 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 he's not chubby. Nope, not Seth Myers. Okay, the answer was Jason Siegel. Oh. Oh, uh, okay. I love you, man. Have to be someone tall, guys. Someone tall. But stoner okay. eyes. Yeah, it's, Jason Siegel's got massive stoner eyes. Does he? Oh yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, this one should be easier. <laughs> We're starting out with Denzel Washington. He's taking a, taking a nap on your surgery table here. Mm, yeah, we're going to round out his face a bit. We're going to make him louder. We're going we're gonna to stretch those vocal cords. We're going to widen his smile. We're going to do hair removal surgery. Philip. Oh, Philip's got a guess. Eddie Murphy? Not Eddie Murphy. Okay, Steph, there's one more clue here. <laughs> Phil, you're going to hate me. You're going to hate yourself for not waiting. You're going to instill him with a mother complex oh um um kevin hart no samuel jackson samuel jackson is correct oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. damn it oh, again man. kevin hart i'm pretty sure still has hair and he's short we would need to short. significantly shorten denzel yeah, we Washington. need to chop chop All off right, a fine. few inches out of the the legs, yep. Okay, last one. Phil, I believe you are your score is now two to zero. Two two to zero. And so you will have, you will walk away with a win here. But we've got one more for, this uh, for respectability. This for two Hollywood boys. <laughs> last one here. Jennifer Aniston is coming in for some work done. Oh good. This is real controversial here. All right. First we're gonna give her a whole bunch of Botox in the lips. Okay. We're gonna give her a way more pronounced jawline. We're gonna Move the eyes slightly further apart. We're going to dye the hair brown. Stephanie. And we're going to give her a... Oh, Steph. No, 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 no. Go continue. 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 (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, I'll continue. And we're going to give her a killer smolder. Stephanie. Okay, Steph, go for it. Angelina Jolie. Is correct. Is correct. Ah. Well done. I get one. Is that what you okay. were gonna th- you were gonna say, Phil? I was I I was gonna wait for the smolder and see what she answered, and but I I you didn't have a particular there. guess. Yeah. Okay. Well, the score ends two to one. There you go, Phil. Congratulations. We'll walk away with Woo-hoo. a win. Congratulations. All right. We begin my game. I hope that this is far more kinder to you, Stephanie, on this one. Let's Thank see you, if girl. mine can be can be a little bit easier uh, for both of you, really. <clears throat> Julia Roberts enters the room and is on the table and knocked out. Let's put her through some through a sex change. All right, first of all. Next, we're going to cut her his hair now significantly, fairly shorter. And we're going to age him now 12 more years to look more the part. Now, to do some work, we have to really work on the voice, as that is the most important thing here to get him satisfied with what we're doing. The voice is really iconic. Mm -hmm. Then we are going to give him some free DVDs of Aladdin to give out, as well as some free Aflac cards to maybe sign them up for insurance. We're changing Julia. Yes, go ahead. Is it Robin Williams? It is not. It is not. I don't know what that would have to do with Aflac. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but just so one more uh we're gonna cut uh gonna change uh have a sex change here cut the hair significantly to fairly short hair gonna age him up 12 years older so not too much older but older got have to change around the voice as that is really the iconic thing here and give away free dvds of aladdin and free affleck cards to sign up people for insurance stephanie any guesses no. We were looking for Gilbert Godfrey. Oh, I was oh, going to say that. And I was like, no, there's no way. He's mostly bald. <laughs> mostly bald. Mostly bald, but really short. But still he some hair up there. He's got short hair. He's got pretty short hair, especially when he was in his prime. It's pretty short. He's not, it's hard he's to say bald, bald for Gilbert. And you threw me it's off the line. bald. Here we go. Next one. We're going to put Halle Berry on the table. She doesn't need any work, but she just happened to want to change her look today. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to, we are also going to put her through uh, a sex change. Now we're going to cut his hair now, but not as short as the last time. No need to worry about that, Stephanie. Let's style it a little. Let's make it a little like a, a greaser, sleeked back look. Definitely going to lighten the skin tone for this lookalike. Age them 20 years, so the person they are trying to look like does look good for their age. They're going to need to botch a lip job just a little bit, but of course the biggest task will be adding all those bicep implants. Looks like it might be a rocky surgery. David. Oh, no. David. David. This David. guy is Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Halle Berry is indeed trying to look like Sylvester Stallone, so that's one point for David. He is on the board. <laughs> Remember, David, you do have a skipping stone. When should, I if do, you I want do. to use that? All right, Stephanie, you're only one point behind. I have all the faith in the world for you as Taylor Lautner plops onto the surgical table. We're going to age him about 25 years older. We will have to remove all six, yes, all six of those abs, but still keep them slender, just not as toned. Lighten his skin tone to get more accurate to the lookalike. Implant a funny bone, as the lookalike has a lot of comedic skills. And while they can still model their signature blue steel look, we might need to implant a spidey sense as the celebrity lookalike can dodge wrenches and a ball. Uh, Peter... No, 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 no. Um, what's his name? I think Stephanie's on the cusp. <laughs> Stephanie, yes. Oh, I forget his name. He's got a funny bone. He's got a blue steel look. And oh, oh, I was actually thinking on the name. Can dodge both a wrench and a ball. Nothing. Yep. Three, two, um, one. David. David. I think it's Ben Stiller. It is indeed Ben Stiller. Although that is Ben Stiller would never have dodged the wrenches. You're misremembering the movie because Ben Stiller's on the other team. He never dodges the wrenches. I understand, but I I needed to get you to the dodgeball thing. I needed to get you there. I realize he's not the one who dodges. That made me but think I, like I forgot about Blue Steel for a second, and that made me think of uh, Vince Vaughn. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's I see. who I was thinking yeah. of too. 
Fair enough. Did you All say right, guys. Remove the abs on this one. That's <laughs> uh, remove the abs. Yeah, because Ben Stiller, as great as he is, <laughs> I never right, thought of right, him as right. a uh, workout machine. Yeah. All right, Stephanie, you need to get these next two in order to tie up, and we'll go to a, a tiebreaker oh, should the occasion come up. Next on the chopping block is Justin Bieber. Mm-hmm. Obviously, somebody who needs a lot of work done. Psh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to give him some, uh, give him a sex change to change gender here. Definitely a boob job, but only a tasteful one. Nothing, nothing egregious. Just, just tasteful. Give darker hair implants for sure. Let's age her, but only by uh, a little bit, about fifteen years for the, for uh, what was formerly the Beebs. And let's now have her walk in front of Machine Gun Kelly to see if uh, if he can tell the difference from his fiance's transformation. Definitely having a sex change on Justin Bieber. Skip. Let's skip, skip this right. Biebs. We are going to go to a skipping stone on this one. Justin Bieber was trying to look like Megan who's Fox. Ma- who's ma- oh, yeah, okay. I forgot who's who was Miley married Cyrus. to Machine Gun Kelly for a second. What did you say, Stephanie? Miley Cyrus, but... Oh, there you go. Yeah. Next one is uh, Rob Schneider is, on the, is going to be getting onto the surgical table here. We're going to have to de-age him, even though his lookalike is dead. Let's get him in that age we all remember him as. Definitely get him some hair plugs to mess around with that poof. Give him some hip implants, as those are going to need to go cat go. Give him some new vocal cords, as he will need to be able to hit those low notes on the new single he'll be recording. And then take him to Ross to get some new blue suede shoes. Maybe take him to the pound to get a new hound dog. David. David. Elvis. Indeed. Rob Snyder is trying to look like Elvis Presley. Stephanie, it looks like you are (laughs) upset. Did you, do you feel like you got in there first? Yeah, I did. And my answer was Elvis. Oh, man. (laughs) Well, unfortunately, Uh, David takes the point and the lead and the win. But Stephanie, for respectability, we'll go to one last one here. See if you can uh, prevent the shutout. Uh, Donald Glover otherwise known as Childish Gambino. He made an appearance in last week's show in uh, thought, if not an actual person. Uh, but we're going to have him on, yeah. the, on the surgical table. Going to have to age him, but still keep some aspects of that youth as he looks quite good for his age. Implant some muscles all around the top of his body, primarily the biceps. Shave off um, all of his head. Uh, next, we're going to have to take out a piece of his tongue as to simulate the lisp. Going to have to place a fresh face tattoo on his face. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, and give him some shorts so when he gets into the boxing David. ring, <laughs> David. Yeah, it's Mike Tyson. It <laughs> is Mike Tyson. As soon as you said lisp, I was like, I, I was you like, said lisp, and then he said my mind face blanked. tattoo, and I was like, wait, that is. That's yeah, somebody. My mind blanked for a second, but I got there. You eventually oh. got there. To be honest, David couldn't lose this. If David had lost <laughs> against me, it'd be It would have been tragic for David. Shameful. He would have never lived it down. He yeah. would never have been able to show his face in Hollywood again. Yes, That's absolutely. True. Well, thank you, Stephanie. Appreciate your time and appreciate you coming on thank the game. You guys. Thank yes, thank you so much. Any lasting words you want to let the people know before before you have to uh disembark? No. Nothing, nothing, no, nothing exceptional. You, you caught me up. Nothing exceptional. All right. Yes. Do you, do, do you have a message that you live by? A motivational message? Yeah. Uh, basically, fast, just, you know, follow your dreams. Believe that anything is possible. And, uh, you know, all that corny. But it's true. It is true. Well, thank you so much, Stephanie. Thank we'll, you, guys. Uh, we'll close up here with some slappage, David. And with that win for both of us, it actually, we continue the trend where me and David are one of the same record-wise, neck and neck at two and one apiece. It is tight! Ooh, baby! Here we go again for that slaps. Always an exciting thing every single week. Now, (laughs) I'm going back to the film side of things, Phil. Now I will I will admit this is a movie I watched before I came to the US so it's technically more than a week old but I saw with Will Smith well, I didn't see it with Will Smith but the movie had Will Smith in it it was King Richard and it's a story about the Williams sisters and their their childhood and becoming tennis stars and it was 
you know, as far as biopics go, it was very good. I enjoyed it very much. I thought the acting was really great from, you know, from the adults to the children. And, you know, it's sometimes rare that you, well, sometimes rare, it's rare that you find really good child actors. And I know they were more like teenagers, but even so. And, you know, I, I thought the writing was good. It was tastefully done. I really, it was a, just a very enjoyable film, very feel good film. And, and I, it's a little cheesy in the way that a lot of those bio, those like sort of reenactments of people's stories are. But but I really liked it, and I think that a lot of people should watch it. It's a it's a very very good story. So there you go. That slaps. Phenomenal. My song this week is something I discovered this week. It's called "Forgetting All About You," featuring Black Bear by Phoebe Ryan. I just discovered it this week. It's been bopping on my playlist, and so now I wanted to slap on your playlist. So go ahead and give that tune a, a jingle jangle. And uh, it slaps. All right, before we get out of here, we do have some thank yous to get in and out of the way. David? Yeah, first of all, to uh, Cass and Crossland and to Jake Corlang for the music that you hear on the show. Thank you to Josh Hans and Tara Amstutz for their wonderful contributions to the show. And thank you to you, the listener, for everything that you do for us. We hope you have enjoyed every single episode that you've ever listened to of Pow Wow. We're motoring on into our second year here. Uh, new topics every single ever. week. So tell us, t- tell us, uh, give us feedback on social media and tell your friends. Share the, share the love, the Pow Wow love. We want to we wanna be in every single household in America. But anyway, until then, you can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us just about anywhere. You know, just just uh, just not stinking Pandora, because screw you, Pandora. Well, Mr. B, well, it's so nice to see you. Oh, the same as usual. The the bear talks. Well, we love bears. We love getting a nice little grizzle out of your day. Oh.